0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Fuck It Why Not podcast. Mm-hmm. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple podcast, please give us a five star review. We won't accept any less. <laughs> we'll uh, just get loads uh, of one star now. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. literally. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, then thank subscribe you. and like and comment, <laughs> but thank you. Thanks for being here. Uh, but yeah, today we are joined by the winner of season four, Glow Up. Wee. We have the gorgeous Young Chin. Yay.
1: Thank Idol. you for having Thanks me Thanks for being <laughs> here <laughs> Thanks
0: for being here I mean we Are obsessed with Glow Up So Massive we watch it Every single year And your
2: season was sick I really Really enjoyed your season Oh, thank you It was you. good Me and my housemate Used to Hold What can to speak today <laughs> <laughs> Old housemate Used to watch it And honestly It was like you know them programs that you have to be same room, same like. Even if we had work, we'd be like, right, well, 7 a.m. tomorrow, we have gotta get up early. And your season, we were fucking on it. Aww. Like we would literally sit there texting you, like, oh my god, do you think they're gonna win? <laughs> it? like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's such it's such a weird thing. Like watching it back, I've only watched it all back once. That we we oh, did really? the same. Yeah, we did the same thing. I mean, I thought I'd be quite narcissistic about it and just be like watching myself on repeat all <laughs> the time. But um, no, I just watched it all back once, and it's such a weird thing where. We we did like a glow up viewing party every single week. me and all my friends, and we'd all like curate like on a Wednesday, and we'd get so hammered and just watch it. So I don't <laughs> even feel like I've seen it properly. <laughs> but it's such a weird thing to watch it back because you don't watch it as if you're watching a TV show. You just watch it back like from memory. Yeah. yeah. So you don't really see what anybody else is seeing like when you're watching it, and everyone's mm-hmm. always like, "Oh yeah, you came across like this," and then I was like, "No, it was a mess. I was really li-. do you know what <laughs> I mean?" But you yeah. just don't understand what other people are seeing when mm-hmm. they watch it you. It must be weird mm-hmm.
0: seeing it from like. The camera's perspective, because obviously in your mind you remember it from your own perspective, but then yeah. when you see it from all these
2: different angles, it must be quite weird. Mm. It
3: is. It's so strange.
2: And like doing it as well, like with <coughs> the challenges, all you really see is like nerves, and it gets me fucking nervous.
4: I <laughs> could, I'm be terrified yeah. when I watch that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm terrified. And it,
3: it's so it's for a reality tv show as well it's so like true to what it is mm. everyone's always asked me how long did you really get but we really do just get that yeah amount of time and when time. you go in you actually don't know what you're doing that's the first time you see the models oh like you're God. allowed to prepare like you get like you sort of do it where it's like uh, three days on two days off like with filming or you do once it gets to halfway when there's less of you you do two days on and two days off mm-hmm. so um on those two days off you can like make your mood boards for the next week and like sort of try and squeeze in maybe like one trial one like on yourself oh okay got you right yeah, yeah, yeah. so it kind of works like that mm-hmm. or we had like two like welfare people that lived in the house because we all live in the house together mm. we had two welfare people that lived in the house with us and they were just like our practice dummies like we're like taking turns like <laughs> just like healing <laughs> this pain prosthetics everything <laughs> like they would have like four looks done to them in the one day oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah not
2: a lot so. of time though is it like mm. no it's not all. a lot no and like because you don't really get to see like the life in the house like what were you guys like in
3: I mean, it was, um, I'm quite happy that it's not filmed like that. If it was like a whole big brother situation, I don't know like, how I'd feel about <laughs> it. But I do remember like watching it, there was like some shots of me in the morning with everybody else just doing their makeup on. And there were shots of me like in my dressing gown, like totally <laughs> <laughs> naked underneath doing in my ironing and stuff yeah. like that, like doing the dishes. But um, when we were in the house, it's quite funny. It was like, it's a really young cast. And I'm young, I was only 25 at the time. And Chris, he was 27. Mm. And we like really were like the mom and dad of the house. Like people don't know how to like cook, they don't know how to clean. Really? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. That up the <laughs> So wall. I yeah. was like cooking and cleaning for everyone. Bear in mind there's 10 of you all living there. So I mean, in some ways it's quite good that people start to go because it's <laughs> so, <laughs> so intense. Less cooking after the afternoon. I was like one meal time. <laughs> I'm time. so
2: petty that I'd be like, during the <laughs> makeup challenge, I'm like, I can't believe they fucking left the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. literally like <laughs> scrap the challenge I'll yeah. be so pissed off. <laughs> I
3: know. Yeah, it's funny. And definitely because you're competing with each other, we all did get on well. There, there's a few like bumps and stuff because yeah, when you're competing and you can definitely get like self-conscious or you can feel like someone's doing better than you or whatever. Mm. And naturally that's going to come back into the house because you're all living together. You're all sharing rooms. Like mm. we were sharing, I was in the room, with, there was four of us in a room. You're all sharing bathroom. Four so a bathroom. So it's not room. like, yeah, it was like four and four oh, wow. and then two. So yeah, it's that's intense. As you well. don't have any like private room where you can just like go to or whatever you are just like in the rooms together. Oh my God. Yeah. And how long um, were you there for? Six weeks. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, it's a long time. And we, because it was still COVID, so we were in isolation still. So you did like a week of isolation by yourself in hotel and you literally couldn't even like, you could just stick your head out the window for air like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean oh God, I'd um, that so and it hard. was like a studio in there and then um after it you went into the house but like before the show I was running like I like to walk it was quite an active person mm. and then when I actually went on the show well, like my health deteriorated it's <laughs> like oh just God. sitting in the house I mean yeah. it was gorgeous it was so gorgeous it was like this five million pound penthouse like overlooking london and kentish town like you could literally see all of london Mm. you had the balcony we had like a little gem space like Mm. it was really cool like this whole like new york style like mirrors in the Mm. ceiling everything like it was super luxurious but yeah the like lack of privacy it it Mm. does get to Mm. you a little bit
0: Mm. yeah because it was filmed at spring studios yeah in kentish town Mm -hmm. I've because I've been there a few times for a couple of different shoots and jobs and whatever but we went there together once. oh yeah we did didn't yeah. we yeah yeah the studios are nice yeah
3: they're gorgeous yeah. I, I was so lucky because I have a friend that works at studios she was at a studio she's moved on now but she'd worked there for years yeah so I'd shot there quite a few times so it was uh, really cool to actually see it as mm. the glow up set yeah. as well because usually it's just this open canvas it's just like you know like windows all the way around like so bright and then it was just completely built and it's like that for like uh two and a half months there mm. but um even though we were in like isolation i could see like she was a good friend of me i could see her in the studio and i knew all the other studio assistants so at least i could like talk to other people that were outside of the competition yeah that's good yeah yeah, yeah i mean they would always like tell me off about it because i would just sneak away <laughs> 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 be like sat at reception just having a
1: chat all the time <laughs> but yeah, yeah. intense <laughs>
4: and um, oh, go oh you know you're okay i was going to say what was like the casting process for getting on the show did they approach you or did you it's uh,
3: it's so long it's um i mean i actually applied for season three mm. and uh bear in mind this was like really cocky of me that like, i've been doing makeup for like six months oh. <laughs> oh, really? yeah i haven't been doing makeup for very long i i was doing fashion design i never really wanted to do anything else and then i would just do it because people would ask me to do makeup for them like whilst being at uni mm. and um when I graduated during lockdown, I thought like, Oh, I really want to give makeup a go. I'd sort of become more interested in it in my final year. And I watched glow up the first two seasons when I was working like on my final project, I just have it in the background. I thought it was amazing. And I was like, Oh, that's a show that I would quite like to go on. And I'd never had that about any other reality TV show really. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. So after I graduated, I was sort of working away and then I applied and I don't know how much detail I can go into with for the audition process, mm. but there's a lot, it's like seven stages or something. Oh wow, that's a lot. Yeah. There's one point where you meet like the top 30 other candidates and you're there and it's very sort of like glow up type challenge that you have to do. And it's like a full day thing.
1: Oh.
3: Um, but I got to the final stage, like literally the final stage, like it's like top 15 people. So there's 10 people that get on and I didn't get it that year. And then, um, Oh, that was for season three yeah I didn't get it on season three I know so I was like oh fuck that show yeah (laughs) yeah. exactly I was like they don't deserve me anyway but that's a lot it's a long process to go through Mm. to then get knocked back at the end and you know you have to move your work around and things to Mm. see if you can I mean I was just working in a cafe um but yeah to try and see if you can get on it and then the following year I didn't I didn't really have an intention of going on it. Like someone had messaged me on Instagram and stuff because um, they've obviously when it gets further along, like we're on like, actually I think they're filming season five now. Yeah, I'm so excited. I
0: know. I know. R- I'm like excited as well so just to see the
1: other people. Yeah, yeah it's
0: been long. <laughs> it feels like ages since the last season. I, I know. Why? do like It has been lie. long.
3: But um, I think... Uh, Oh, shite, I forgot what I was saying.
0: Shite
4: man. <laughs> 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 saying right. so much on Instagram because after like the long yes. process
3: of Yeah, so someone had messaged me on Instagram and then um at this point I was working as nanny, um like full-time really, and then just doing makeup inside. I would have split my week and like one of the housekeepers had said to me cuz I was like, "Oh yeah, they've messaged me to go on the show." And she was like, "What are you doing? Like why aren't you considering it?" Cuz I was like living comfortably, like making good money, and I didn't have to worry about anything. Mm and it was so long the last year and then it was like so disappointing Mm. um so I basically decided I wasn't gonna do it at all and then I just sent it on the last day and thankfully I did because it worked out quite well Well. (laughs) yeah the last I actually missed the final day and they extended the time for like a week and I sent it like on the last but oh so, wow.
0: so imagine if you never did Like, oh my god that's crazy
3: yeah i'd still be doing children's laundry yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, literally
0: but are you glad that you did
3: yeah i'm so glad that i did yeah. I, kn- I i know that a lot of people they come off like reality tv shows and they feel spiteful towards it or whatever mm. or it wasn't what it, they expected yeah. but um mean i went on glow up just to like further my career and sort of see what areas of makeup i wanted to get into or what Mm. i liked Mm because i i didn't know how to get into makeup i didn't know anyone that was doing it i was Mm -hmm. just doing editorials and just messaging people on instagram pulling my own shoots together i didn't know how to progress and make it and monetize it really Mm -hmm. so um i'm so happy that i've done it and the Mm. opportunities have been endless but i will say if you do go on a show like glow up it doesn't just happen for you it doesn't just come to you the work doesn't come to you i mean like when you're creative you've always got to like put yourself out there Mm. and be like constantly changing and adapting and like trying new things so definitely glow up it's not it doesn't shoot you off into stardom no Mm. yeah
0: i mean it's a craft at the end of the day Mm. and you still have to work on your craft regardless yeah i mean (laughs) and i know how hard it is because me during lockdown, me and Kyron used to—I don't know what—because we're obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. Like yeah, that's our, yeah. that's upset. our favorite <laughs> show. Like we're die-hard fans. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your favorite show? Yeah. <laughs> I never, oh wow! Well, thought it was cool. S- second
4: favorite. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, <what's> going home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but. We used to, so we had nothing to do in lockdown. This was like when no one could go out and everyone was like, oh my God, I don't wanna go outside or whatever. So we just went on Amazon, ordered like a shit ton of makeup. Mm-hmm. It was um, actually on Beauty Bay. Oh, it was on Beauty Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course it was. And um have got to so say, good, I know, right. what, Fuck, mm-hmm. up, just shut the fuck up, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So we ordered all this makeup and we just sat there and we got so hammered and we were just getting dragged but get so fucked at the same time yeah. <laughs> and like the end result like, was drag so bad was like <laughs> awful
4: i actually managed to do
1: Kyron got too really good, good.
0: Kyron did i've really
4: done it like four or five times yeah. i do remember a I picture and i was like oh my god your makeup looks like quite the good the first <laughs> couple of I actually times got were really like, good oh. but the first oh my god i'll try and find pictures afterwards yeah and I'll yeah, show yeah get it's them actually up. tragic <laughs> it's like <Yeah. laughs> we were trying to block <laughs> like down our brows tragic. and it just
2: wasn't happening the no. blocking the brows was not happening Sorry, was bro, it. we need another night like this because like
0: yeah, do do it it i think it's such a creative but outlet. Like, way genuine it's fun. fun like even
4: though like, i'm not i wasn't doing it for perfection but it was just fun it's fun to like just be creative see if you could do it and it's like a little bit of a challenge yeah but it literally about four and a half hours <laughs> like five hours yeah and then you're that like just this be the was breaths. fun at the start yeah literally yeah.
0: no it starts to drag on and then sometimes we get a bit angry but that's when the alcohol would really in. you too. got angry <laughs> what were you getting angrier there, there were certain things i couldn't do like the really detailed parts like the the eyes
4: for example mm. so difficult then he'd yeah, ask me how i'm it doing is. i was like sam so literally doing this four times and then if I if I done it right and his didn't look right, you see, well you know what you're doing. I've done as much as you I have. was so you're like, hammered I'm an though. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so sorry I'm gifted.
2: He <laughs> 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 was, he was just like really natural tall. at it. <laughs> no, Byron is one of them people that I don't know if you're lucky or you just get stuff on the first like you get it really yeah. quick. The latter. Yeah. And it's actually quite annoying. Like if we go, it can be annoying. It's not annoying. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> well, me annoying it's for you. Yeah. 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 If we go like play, you know, out somewhere and you have like mini golf or something like that, it always fucking wins. Oh, oh I can't help or, or it. Or like dart. Actually, the one thing you couldn't do was axe throwing. Was it you that couldn't? You know, do no, I, I was who the one was who's was good at that. Oh, you were, were good, good at it. it. It was me. Oh, sorry. Was it me? Could do something. You know what? You should apply for Glow Up. Yeah. You probably would Just on a whim.
1: Yeah. Could you imagine?
3: would <laughs> be like were. my successor. I have <laughs>
4: no idea. <laughs>
2: every episode is being
4: Honestly, I have no idea what to do.
3: Yeah, but all the time, like every single challenge I went in there, I was like, I've got no idea what I'm doing. Like literally, <laughs> it's no scary. idea. It is scary. Like when we did that prosthetic thing, I was like what the fuck am I doing (laughs) the whole time like I had no idea what I was doing never done ball cap anything I was smashing out bowl caps like uh. you just don't know I mean when when I first started doing makeup I think the only reason why I had the confidence in not knowing what I was doing (laughs) is because when I first started makeup I would just like message people say following loads of photographers models whatever on instagram and i would just message them and say like yeah yeah i can do that they'd send me these crazy makeup looks and i was like yeah i can do that i can do that <laughs> and i'd literally be on my way to the jobs like watching youtube tutorials <gasps> on how to do it oh my, <laughs> you know what it's people time. like
2: you though that get places like i wish i was that confident mm. and yeah and just like fucking, because again if it goes wrong you ain't it goes wrong right? Exactly. Yeah. You
3: just wash it off. Or, you know, you don't work with that one person again. There's so many people. Mm. And then also, it's like, there's even some. I mean, thankfully, I never had any like massive disasters or so, Well, except on glow up. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, otherwise, it, I mean, you do. You just have to sort of like throw yourself into it. And I think like the further you get into the industry as well, the more you realize that no one has a clue what they're
1: doing. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of so, love that though. Yeah. It's like
0: say
2: yes and learn it later. Yeah.
0: Or, My
1: Mm.
2: agent wanted me to do Magic Mike. I should have gone for it. You (laughs) should have. I literally replied back saying, babe, it's Magic Mike. It'd be Magic Rack of Ribs if I was on stage. (laughs) Magic Mike minus (laughs) XXXL. Magic Mike (laughs) (laughs) XXS. Extra small. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know what i might Petite ask if there's another <laughs> slot available
0: so like the challenges and stuff you're kind of just winging it then
3: you were completely winging it but also i like one thing i really wish like looking back on it is i wish i just like trusted my own instinct a bit more there were mm. so many industry challenges where i was like i could have smashed it you know mm. i would worked in the industry before the show and uh i think when i was in the bottom like weeks three and four everyone in the competition was like, "What?" like uh, it was like quite unexpected cause no one thought my looks were yeah. bad. And then my critiques were kind of like, oh, we just don't really like it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're like, there's nothing technically wrong with it, but we just don't feel like it's quite right. So mm. that was quite difficult because I felt like they just didn't trust my vision. And I wasn't a mm. hundred percent happy with everything that I did in the show, but I was showing different things that I wanted to show. Yeah. Mm. So it was like that. And then definitely after that point, it just sort of sent my head like in a spin where I just felt like I almost had to do work that I thought they wanted me to do. Right. So mm. I wasn't doing like the kind of stuff that I wanted to do at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And yeah, I kind of wish I just went like that. Like, I oh, fuck it, I'm going to still keep yeah. doing my thing. Yeah.
0: It's like subjective though, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. everyone's going to love it. So I suppose that's quite hard. Mm. And the if the technique setting. is good as well. Yeah, like if there's technically nothing wrong with it.
4: That is quite. How can you be in the bottom? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just up and just literally, like you said, if they don't like it, which is can be quite hard. Yeah, Th- I think the only good thing is so with. I think we go up. Even if you are the best throughout the whole competition, you can have one bad week in the bottom. You can go
1: home. Literally, mm. yeah, you I know, know what I mean? it's so. It savage. doesn't go off like points or I anything. know,
3: and it's so like um like when you're in the face off, like if you mess it up you're going yeah Yeah. one thing that they did to me in the face off right so when we did the pearl liner Mm -hmm. they gave me the wrong size pearls so that's why my ones in the middle were the same size so like i was like picking them out and stuff like going along and um they had them in like small like extra small to Mm. large so they had to go like sort of like gradient in size and then Mm. go down you had to follow it and mimic it on the other side and i did the middle ones and i was like oh that's not right so I took it off and then did the one down from it and it was the same size. So oh. I was like, oh, and then I took the next one and it was just way too small. So I was like, oh, maybe the ones in that pot just aren't the right ones. Maybe they've like doubled it up by accident. And then like Val was standing there telling me like, oh yeah, you should have um, stepped back and looked and you would have seen they were the wrong size. And I was like, you saw me standing
2: back. How
1: can you to me?
3: But um, I mean, thankfully I got through, so it was okay. Yeah. But it is so like, I can go home at any second. Like the second time I was in the face oh off God. I was like, Oh, I'm such a pro here but <laughs> you know why am I here again? <laughs> My
2: favorite thing in the face off is bless if you get someone and you can tell when they're stressed or they don't know the look because you obviously just get presented with it yeah. and one's like good and one's pretty shit and they're like right it's time to t-. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you have the two comparisons and you're like yeah i wonder who the fuck is gonna be she always goes she have a conf lab? yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and then a magnifying glass it's not even like a magnifying glass it's just prop
0: oh yeah <laughs>
1: On it's all mixed up that? at the
3: end, and I was like, "Wait!" And I was like, "This is just a prop." <laughs> oh,
2: I thought it was real. <laughs> I know
3: it was so fun. I don't know whether I'm supposed to. I'm like take Grass in Val Garland <laughs> oh, and well. on the podcast.
2: Um, <laughs> sorry, Val. What was your first ever ding dong?
3: It was the first week.
2: Was it? Yeah, That's I got the right, ding dong the first week. That was so fucking good.
3: Yeah, that was that was a good one. I know. I think that was still like actually my favorite one in the mm. whole competition. But in fairness, we had the most time to practice for that one so True. we got given that before christmas and then we went into film it and then we had the week of isolation to mm. practice the the first two looks and stuff and um it w- wasn't supposed to have like all the latex and be all like 3d and everything mm. it was just supposed to be like quite flat and then i just started playing around with like cotton wool and latex when i was in that week isolation by mm, myself yeah. and yeah I just decided to do it and i liked it because i was like oh i want to do something that's like I hadn't seen on Instagram or TikTok or anything like that before yeah. I wanted everything to be, you know, really different and new and nothing that I'd be like, oh, I see that all the time online because you see so much of the same stuff online mm. and it is so hard now to be different and mm. like unique. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just. I like to sort of spend some time like not flicking through my Instagram or anything because ideas just like go straight into your mind. So I just sort of like put my phone down and sketch and look Mm. at other things for references.
0: Yeah. I suppose that's how most good ideas come is just Mm -hmm. by naturally like thinking and feeling your own thoughts. But in the situation where you're in, in the competition setting when you've got everyone else around you doing all these, like in the challenges doing all the bits and bobs and whatever, do you ever like look at people and, does that distract you away from what you're doing? Do you second guess in that moment?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, definitely, I think it's so easy for, I think a lot of people on the show sometimes, like, they'll go, oh, well, you're getting ding-dongs and you, you had a headpiece, so I'm going to have a headpiece. Or oh, right. you've got, got this, you, so yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. do that. Mm. I mean, definitely in the final, I'd... I think i probably didn't really need prosthetics i wanted to put prosthetics in my look because i want to do fashion and prosthetics together c- quite like what esme or french is doing and i sort mm. of think that that's the kind of future of like fashion and um so that was something i wanted to do my final work i probably didn't need it but mm. chris and lisa were so heavily prosthetics based as well that maybe i just thought oh mine's will just look flat yeah you know if i don't add all these like yeah. extra bits but i definitely learned that i had to just like strip it back like i remember for the body painting thing like there wasn't i mean there was more on it than there was less on it like yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. everything on there yeah. so um it, it takes takes a while you're always just sort of like battling with like what you think is right
4: you're making me want to go watch it i'm actually going to start watching season four <laughs> again when i get home <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. i am really would love for someone to do cause, do you know, they always say oh why don't you just dip your fingers in it and go and be done I actually want someone to do that because they'll probably turn around and be like that's awful exactly (laughs) that's (laughs) That's (laughs) sure I can say shocking but it's sure and awful (laughs) surely if someone literally just went like that and went I'm I'm done I'm done they'd be like surely not yeah literally Uh but but that's 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 that
0: thing of like how far do you go before you stop I know Mm. because you're always going to keep editing and be like oh but then there gets the point where you've done too much Mm. but then I just want what's the, to the opposite of that, that what's go. not enough Damn. I exactly. don't know I would not hard. Be to do that show it's really hard I couldn't imagine how hard, that it's is. So
3: hard. I know it's um I, I mean so it's funny like looking back on it because it's like this whole year obviously I've been just working freelance makeup so all I do now is makeup and you just improve so vastly like even throughout the competition that now like to be honest with you, looking back on all my looks from the show, I don't really like them. Like, I'm Mm. like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) how cringe. But that's how you feel because your work gets better Mm. and then it's always like coming up on your feed all the time. Like, people showing you the work from the show. But uh, for me, now I'm like, don't show me it, please.
2: Hmm. <laughs> what was your? I'm trying to remember. You know, you had the very last challenge and you were in front of that huge screen. The
3: master class. Yeah. Oh I my remember God. everyone
2: went in there literally, oh, literally like this. I was, this. I was that. like, my asshole was falling out the whole It was time. horrific.
3: It was literally, <clears> and <throat> it was funny because say with me, usually I don't get nervous. And if I am nervous, I don't show it that much. What I realize and I've, I've not had it really anywhere since. When I was in up whenever I got nervous, my hand was shaking like yeah. a motherfucker, like <laughs> trying to do that. I, and I didn't even consider that my hand would shake like that because yeah. it's never done that before. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially whilst I've been doing makeup, it was like, I was on an intense hangover, like probably yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. But um But, yeah so you're in front of like all the judges and then also you've got mike and i think it's as well you've got all the camera crew Mm. and it's filmed in that samsung place this screen is like 10 meters wide and it's curving up over you and all you see is your model's face and your botched up lines up there (laughs) (laughs) and um also i didn't really think that because i'd never done a master class before i didn't take consideration that when you do eyeliner as well you tend to like hold your breath so that your body's like still so you like hold yeah just to like make sure and you've got to talk and then i like looked up to so many of the people that were in the crowd as well you know like so many of the faces that were on the screen like i'm always like doing my research into like every industry that i'm working in Mm. but so many of the people i'd like looked up to and followed for years even before i liked makeup so it's so nerve wracking. Yeah, I think I Lisa threw up before it as well. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <shit. laughs> I was so nervous.
2: I never knew if I wanted Lisa or you to win. It was mm-hmm. like, it was such a par and it got to the end and I was like, you know, what, I feel like I'd be happy if either of them would <laughs> Just, just let them both enjoy their piece, you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, both of you on the show was was so incredible. I think it's sick though, like the opportunities that can come from it. Like even throughout the,
0: the competition, like, the chance to win to work with somebody or something like that i think that's so mm. good like i think the show is good in that sense and yeah. like the prizes
4: that come from the masterclass yeah like yeah, them, yeah. people walk out of there with incredible what was i think it was the season before when dolly she had some really incredible um i wouldn't say gifts because not gifts but like prizes. people that wanted to work yeah prizes so people yeah. Love to work with her and mm. stuff i was like oh my god that's like ridiculous I
0: feel like regardless whether you win or not I feel like it's really good exposure and like can Mm. put you in places but like you said earlier you still have to work for those things yeah
3: it is it's so it really is like what you make of it and stuff like that because I I know some makeup artists like have been on the show that haven't won and they've done like really well and that that i work with i'm really close with a lot of people from like season two Mm -hmm. and stuff and some of them haven't won but you know they've made a good career of themselves and they've sort of figured out where in the industry that they want to be because a lot of the time on glow up most people want to be influencers especially on my season most people weren't working makeup artists they were tiktok instagram people and that wasn't what i was doing at all i had like i didn't have any social media for like three years mm. and um i just got it back because i was starting makeup so when i went on the show i think i'd had my instagram for like a year and a half and i had like 900 followers like everybody else had you know like three hundred thousand followers <laughs> of tiktok already and like 40k <coughs> on instagram oh and wow. stuff like that whereas like i didn't i didn't have that at all mm. and um it, it wasn't anything that really interested me. Obviously now you have a big following so like you take advantage of it and you can like work with brands and things and it is really nice. Like it's a really great platform to meet people but um fuck's sake I keep blanking <laughs> 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 I, I really needed I was that coffee. At you like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really needed that coffee. <laughs> but, uh, I think because I talk so much, fo- so I forget the initial question. I <laughs> know, I do that all uh, the all
4: time. the time? And I'm what like, what was? were we on about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think there
1: was a question. I think there was well, just, up. yeah. We're just chatting. Just be honest. Yeah, mostly it just come about from. opportunities. Yeah. yeah.
0: So after you finish Glow Up, now you're working freelance. So what is it that you most enjoy about what you do currently?
3: I mean, it's, it's so varied and I think after coming off the show, the good thing is like before I just did fashion, did fashion weeks, um, did editorials, creative makeup, you know, and, um, now I work with like musicians, I'll do performers. I've actually started to do like events and like lead event teams where I'll design the hair and makeup and I pull in hair and makeup teams. Like we did one at the weekend. There's like seven of ours doing like 25 performers, body paints, everything and that's so much fun and so i love exciting. it you know like doing like festival makeups and stuff like this like big transformation that's because when you go on the show people see that and mm. not a lot of makeup artists do that or they just do like face paint or body painting or you know everyone's usually fits into like their own category mm-hmm. so it's quite nice that people can see you on a show and see that you can do so many different things yeah. especially when you make it to the end yeah um but I don't know I'm so torn between things because I think my most creative looks are like the crazy transformation looks that I do on my Instagram and I get some brands or some companies asking me to like do these transformation looks for them Mm. and then uh so I love that I love doing the creative looks and then a lot of the time when I do fashion now it's just skin beautiful like making it like quite commercial and everything but I love working in those teams. I love working with designers and like sort of being back in that industry. Mm. The, but that I wanted to be in for my whole life, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's so many different things that I like about other areas. But um, I don't like being freelance. <laughs> oh, you don't? <laughs> no, I, I, I really struggle with like getting my head around being freelance mm. and like not deciding, like not being able to say that when you want to work. Okay. Mm. Mm. And... I don't want to work in like a place where it's um you're working in the same same place every single day like that was something that i realized when i was doing fashion design that i was like do you know what i maybe don't want to do this because mm-hmm. when i did my internships i was in a place in finland for three months and then belgium for four months in the same studios like doing pattern cutting tailoring you know doing mock-ups and towel making and i loved it like i loved being there but when it was getting to the end, I was bored and I was Mm, like, Oh imagine working here full time for years that I couldn't like, Mm. I was so bored after like the four months. So I love working in different places, but it's like when it's quiet, it's so easy to just be like, Oh no, I need to do more. What am I not doing wrong? And you just start to like self doubt Mm. yourself. So maybe it's just because I've been doing it for like full time, like for less than a year and it just takes a while. To get used to, but everybody says like that sort of panic never leaves you. So that's something in the industry that I really don't Mm. like being like freelance.
0: Yeah. So what's the alternative to that then?
3: I'm not so sure. I mean, like, I think as a makeup artist, the safest way to get into things is to work in like film and TV because they have big long contracts, so you can be there for like eight months. But that's the only side of makeup that I don't want to work in Yeah. (laughs) so like and it's only because I don't want to do the same thing every day and Mm -hmm. then wait about all day you're waiting around all day I like to be busy doing stuff and you know for everything to be like super spontaneous but um I don't think there's really an alternative like Mm. outside of that unless you want to work for a certain brand or a company and work your way up to that and then be like a global makeup artist for them and do training and things
2: sure do you have like obviously if you were to work on a film set you'd have like a brief of what they'd want for you to do do you prefer because you said like you have you started doing working team as you're pulling in the creators and stuff like that do you prefer having a set brief or having like you know this is the idea we want go and fire some stuff up and see what you come back with
3: yeah i think um either maybe if i'm tired i'm like just give me the brief <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> like no creativity is coming to me yeah. but um i do really love like planning all the creative looks, and actually i that was the first team that i've like fully led and it was like a big team i mean thankfully I had l- all the team i love them i trust them they're amazing at what they do um and I didn't feel too panicked. Everything went like really well and stuff. Cause sometimes it's like, you don't know how you're going to come across yeah, as mm-hmm. like leading a team. I know so many makeup artists and I work with them or know them outside and they're lovely. But then when they're leading the team, they're like uh, <laughs> yeah. on you. But, um, I think definitely in the future, I want to be doing like key designing for shows and leading teams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like teaching as well. I've been doing yeah. lots of like master classes and everything. And it's really nice. You get a lot of like young students that are learning makeup, doing their like HNDs or doing their degrees in makeup design, and they come along to like meet you and like learn from you and stuff. And I really like doing that, like the presentations and like talking about the industry as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If you had like say I don't know your younger self or someone else in front of you that was aspiring, aspiring like f- for this as their career. What would your like top three tips be like for the whole thing, like whether it's to do with makeup or, you know, the industry or yourself as like a business person? Like, what would it be?
3: Yeah, I think you have to get yourself out there, like constantly message people. Like when I came off of Glow Up, I literally messaged like 20 people a day. Like I was just flicking through magazines and looking who's who's doing the makeup, checking their messaging, them finding their website, finding their emails constantly like reaching out to people all the time like and um and it does pay off Mm -hmm. like it definitely paid off for me and uh I think that's a big thing that you have to start to network because it really is like who you know Mm. and I think if you just do stuff by yourself all the time and you're not reaching out to new people like this is one mistake I think that I did when I'm starting out um in editorials is that When you get like a good team of people, you just kind of go like that. Oh, yeah, let's just like do portfolio work together and you just only work with that team. But then it doesn't progress to anything because you're just working with the same team all the time. So you're Mm -hmm. not meeting new people. So Mm. it doesn't become anything else other than what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So working with new people all the time is definitely a really good thing Um, being organized. (laughs) That stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah i could take yeah. a leaf What is like, honestly oh, yes. but that's the
3: thing most creative people aren't organized
2: it's hard mm. to be sometimes i think yeah. you've just got so many different avenues going on at once it's mm-hmm. not like yeah you work in makeup or you work in dance or you know modeling whatever but it's not that one avenue you have like so many different doors that you have to constantly look at and yeah it's actually hell like coming back from christmas and new years i was like wait how do we do this again like my head was like no <laughs> i don't think alone. i'm still back
3: yet like yeah. literally not back i know it's such it's such a big thing but every single makeup artist that i assist as well they always tell me that's something that they look for too someone that's organized and reliable shows up on time yeah. because most great mm. people as well are so late for everything like including me i am usually late to see all my friends and just a naturally <laughs> late, late person. <laughs> but I had to train myself like big time. That was a good thing that came out of living in Finland because they're so anal there and so mm. punctual. Like everything is on time. Oh really? Yeah. That no everything, everything everything. Everything. <laughs> like everybody's got a label maker. <laughs> it's oh got really? a yeah. wow. literally the bus comes on the minute it's supposed to be there. And uh-huh. um it really trained me to be more like that because before then i was like fucking showing up whenever i felt like <laughs> yeah. it you know what i mean i was like you're Literally. lucky i even showed up so um yeah just just training yourself to be on time it's hard but you just get yourself into that like mm-hmm. routine of things mm-hmm. and um the last one just practicing. Yeah. Yeah, just practicing. And I think if you wanna go into an industry of like fashion and music, doing your research and thinking about what's coming instead of what's already out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I regularly like sort of do that and sort of do like fashion predictions and stuff like that. So say when I did my past two master classes there, I'll always be like, this is what I predict the next trends in makeup are gonna be. Oh. So you're teaching people new things of what you yeah. sort of think is gonna happen. It's quite good. Actually. What are yeah. the next trends?
0: I want to know now. Oh,
3: it was quite good because then um, when I saw all the stuff that was coming at the Couture Week, and it has been done quite a bit, but they were all like painted glitter gold, like fucking rhinestone the house down, yeah. Like, Doja Cat covered, you know, even in the show, which I was quite happy with. Because when I did my cat masterclass, I painted her whole face silver or like fluorescent glitters all over the top with the eye makeup on top, red lips. So it's like pulling out certain features and like creating a sort of avatar of yourself. That yeah. was the mm-hmm. idea. And then when I saw it at Couture Week, I was like, Yeah, I was right. Yeah, <laughs> that's <was laughs> so, so cool. Insane. Oh god, yeah. I can predict the fucking
0: thing. Well, I
3: uh-huh. But you can if you just like look at what's happening. I mean like that's the thing. When you sort of look at mainstream or what's happening on like social media, that's usually what's been trickled down from like Fashion Week and stuff yeah. like yeah. this. So Whatever's mm. happening on social media, it's usually like a smaller version of what's happened, like within the fashion industry. Or you know, you can always look at like club culture as well and like what's happening within the area that you live in. I mean, we live in London, so we're so lucky that you can just walk around and see people are pretty forward thinking here, yeah. yeah, So you can see a lot of like trends and certain things happening because most designers take inspiration from the cities that they're in, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a good place to, yeah, start. that is
0: so true, actually. I mean i i, <laughs> I
3: you're mean, like me like, oh. <laughs> can i get coffee
0: <laughs> brains literally buzzing away no i i, I think when you go ho- like we're from southampton um when i go home i almost feel like i have to underdress yeah or underdo what i normally do because it just not that i should really i should do more because fuck it who gives a fuck but it almost makes you feel a bit conscious because mm. everyone there is so not on that wavelength, whether like, I don't know, like here in London, it's so different. Mm. Yeah, It
2: is way more forward thinking. Yeah, I'll never forget. I went out once this like a shitty club back home and literally, if you wear a cargo pant back home, like this was like years ago, mm-hmm. cause we always wear like trousers and stuff like that. Um, obviously everyone's in like their jeans or like their top man, like tight Skinny trousers. Skinny jeans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That just weren't it. And I had that, <clears throat> had a bandana on which is like i used to wear it all the time and a leather jacket and my friend was like you can really tell you're from london like the fashion <laughs> and i was like babe oh, there no. is nothing yeah, fashion yeah, yeah. about me right now i like, slept I'm, in this yeah literally, <laughs> i'm about to skid on the floor in the club like this is why i'm wearing this look today but no they are like it's so it's oh, rare, we it? literally said that earlier didn't we as
4: well it's
0: funny it's just funny it's I don't just know. about being back but home. we don't think it's that forward thinking we just think no. oh you know
4: it's just normal because like normal. people around us are like even doing even more yeah so i feel like really dialed down but yeah. when i go back i'm like oh god i can't wear that yeah. even though even though it's nothing bad mm. it's not it's probably like a cohort you know what i mean yeah but like yeah. people wouldn't even like wearing a coward back forth, it's kind of like it's oh like, my wow. god i wore a bucket like hat and never fashion. was
3: shocked i was like really really you do
2: that what's like i love shit like this since coming out like have you had a job that you've been like oh shit, like this is it or you know like you're that one thing that happened that you really proper remember like with work wise or a company like a dream that's
3: yeah happened. i mean one of the prizes i got off glow up was massive dream like when i got the space nk campaign mm. i oh, was yeah. like fucking get in like, <laughs> <laughs> <literally laughs> <with it. laughs> but um it was so cool and then they expanded on it so when they found out that i won they also they expanded on what they wanted to give me which was like amazing oh, wow. and because uh, it was supposed to just be doing like a few eyeliner looks for a campaign and really they turned it into like oh, glow up season four was winner like summer must have looks and it was like two oh models no. and yeah and I did like the uh, four different looks and stuff like wow. that and got to write about you know descriptions of like how to create those looks and stuff so um in the future I want to be doing like beauty editing, talking about mm-hmm. makeup and sort of being more of that like person that speaks about, you know, quite analytically about what's happening in the industry. So to do that was so great. Mm. Um, so in like November, I went back to Scotland and I had a collaboration with like the National Museum. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And that was so cool. I love the ones that reach out to me and they like, you know, they sort of see you and they're like, oh yeah, yeah we think that she suits this and mm. it's not even anything to do with makeup. And I, and I thought it was just going to be in the museum, but they took me into like the archives basically. So they have like oh everything there. It's usually only like researchers yeah, that are yeah, allowed yeah. to go back there. They had one room that was um, minerals, uh, another room that was like all the birds, another room that was all these insects, but like billions of stuff. Oh my God. And all these like cabinets. And basically oh no. I had to walk around with these scientists and researchers um, you know, like f- in like full drag almost <laughs> 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 and they're like showing me around their workplace and uh choose my favourite objects to be inspired from and then do creative looks based off them. Oh, oh my wow, God, that's, that's so really That was such a fun job, like so much fun. And then the second um the Birds of Paradise one and the Insects one I did on myself. Mm. And then the second the Minerals one. I did on the mineralist like researcher like the girl who like showed me around yeah it was so cool like in the space and she was so buzzing and she didn't see like the full look and i did her like painted emerald Mm. green alien like Mm. over the top and uh she was so buzzing she loved it she didn't wash it off she wore it
1: home (laughs) 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 that's that's what uh, i I did yeah
2: Yeah, it was so
3: fun like that was such a cool job i loved it yeah
0: so on the flip side of that then
3: What's, what's
2: the worst job I can't dance. say I don't know we can cut it, we can cut it. or just describe just it don't say it yeah you don't have to name is. names
3: yeah what's the worst job oh, I don't know I can't like nothing nothing comes to mind that I was like that was awful do you know what I mean okay, that's, that's good, good. yeah, yeah. I've, n- I've never had a job where I've literally went like that oh my god this is the worst day of my life like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> surprisingly because surely you do I mean you get some it's like when you work in certain jobs or sometimes when you're working with like in certain teams and stuff like that sometimes if you're not meshing well usually i'm quite good with like dealing with people mm. and stuff like that but um yeah sometimes you just have some like off days or sometimes when you like work with people and you're assisting them like some people are like quite tough yeah. mm. and i don't know you I can, can get like a l- knock of confidence as well yeah. where mm. you just sort of yeah. feel like oh <coughs> what what am i doing here i'm not getting it right blah blah, blah, mm. blah and it can sort of send your head spinning a little bit yeah But I don't know, I think one thing that a lot of people tell me from Glow Up, I don't know whether I have this or not, I don't think so, but a lot of the people from the show always tell me that after Glow Up, they have like a sort of like anxiety when they're at work in case they're doing something wrong
0: oh okay because so it's
3: like from the challenges you always feel like you're doing something wrong oh, you?
0: so they've got like ptsd when they're yeah, actually yeah. working well, from up. i think
3: probably like a mild form of it but they always say to me they're like oh yeah don't you always feel like anxious when you're on jobs now and i was like no
1: <laughs> 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 no i fucking uh, won yeah <laughs> 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 You <laughs> might. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, can, I can understand that though. I could see
0: why that would you know, yeah. happen for some people. Mm. Exactly. I think going back to that, I think maybe... Some t- I think I would struggle sometimes if I felt a bit undervalued in a mm-hmm. situation. Like I feel like as creative people, we kind of not seek validation, but we want to feel like we're doing a good job because...
2: Well, it's your passion it's isn't your it? passion yeah. isn't it? it's what
0: you love and when you love something like that you want to be good at it so i can mm. feel like if you feel a little bit undervalued in a situation that would be quite hard yeah i mean i felt like that before
3: oh yeah yeah, yeah. me yeah. too yeah, i've definitely know. felt like sometimes i've put in so much effort or a lot of the time when you're a makeup artist it's like you're not that valued or they just sort of think like oh yeah yeah, yeah. like sometimes i've been to some things and be like oh yeah you're just doing this and then they'll just throw in an extra five people for you to do and it's like wait what I wasn't told I was yeah. going to do this how am I mm-hmm. going to do this to the best of my ability yeah. and you're like bashing out looks that you're like oh that's a bit dodgy <laughs> yeah. and then you just feel shit about it mm. or or you're trying to do like touch ups and things you've got people like sort of barking down your neck kinda. Mm-hmm. so it can be stressful but i mean the good thing is when that's one thing good thing about working freelance is that you just don't work with them again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you just sort of like move on from it and it's mm. like okay that day is like finished. yeah it's a good lesson i mm. suppose yeah. yeah
2: this is last serious question from me because i want to have fun now mm-hmm. but um just really intriguingly asian heritage riot with scottish yeah do you ever find that you get because obviously we had um like all the black light i'm really interested in stuff like this by the way so mm-hmm. i always bring it up and I think it's important shed light on it, but like we had the black lives matter movement and then you, we had like a short little, um, it was felt smaller like, about Asian hate. Um, I can't remember what the situation was, but still I don't think there's like much light really shed no. upon it at all. Um, but do you find that even like in the industry, because in the industry of arts, like, yeah, it looks open from the outside, but when you're actually in it, you find that a lot of the people at the top, you know, still judge everyone that qualms, qualms. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to comes through their door. Like if I go to like an MT audition with dance, I don't really do it anymore. Like straight away judged. If you're too camp, no. If you're too skinny, no. If yeah. you're not like, you have to be like a big butch man. Do you know what I mean? To even be considered. So, like, have you ever faced that or seen anything like it, like, within the industry, like, before Glow Up, after Glow Up, like...
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a weird one for me, because since coming off the show, so many people have said to me, like, Oh, I love the fact that, like, you talk about your Asian heritage, like, your mixed race, you talk about it so openly. It wasn't something that I went on there and intended to be a standing point, like, mm-hmm. at all. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, yeah, people are going to be inspired because I'm Asian. It was just what I genuinely was inspired from, like that culture, Mm. like Asian illustration, all that sort of stuff. I eat loads of Asian foods. And that was just something that I had always referenced. So it wasn't ever me like sort of making this like political like movement, even like, you know, doing stuff towards like hooded eyes and Asian eyes. It was just because I have Asian eyes. Like Mm, it wasn't meant to be this sort of like standing point, but I mean, it, it was in its own right. And, um, which is great because I've had like such an amazing response from it and stuff like that, mm. and it is something that I want to like represent, especially after like coming off the show. I guess I never considered it because I'd never had a platform to represent mm. something. Um, but definitely, you do notice certain things. Like I know a lot of people, and they they don't know how to do like Asian skin or Asian eyes. It's much similar to like the Black Lives Matter. People don't have like foundations for darker skin, and they don't know how to do it, which is a shame because. <coughs> They almost don't have the practice because a lot of the times, and I've realized even now having bigger clients, you know, it's even less like people of color or mm-hmm. Asian models as well. And um, which is sad, you know, you yeah. sort of think that it is changing and it has gotten better, but I don't think it's still at that no. level. No, 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 no. no I agree. it's not no. at that level still. But it's great because I do see within like the hair and like makeup teams, I see so many like asian artists so mm. many japanese hairstylists now because their work is amazing you know so i think there's like a lot to be celebrated there mm. yeah. um but it, it is interesting because i always think that people look at asian people like we're aliens <laughs> do you know what i mean really? like you're like cu- so far different and like, yeah. mm. like they just can't relate to it at all and um yeah it's quite interesting because now i've been back to glasgow like quite a few times and i've lived in london for like almost seven years And, uh, we're like a mixed race family, obviously when we were younger, you like had like racial abuse and stuff. Um, especially when I was younger, you didn't have mixed people. I don't think I'd ever met anyone that was Scottish Malaysian ever Mm. even still now, but, um, And we had strange names as well, you know, like we don't have like English names. Mm. So it was always this sort of like starting point, but I was never like heavily bullied. But you did get like racial abuse on the street, especially if I'm with my mom or people pretend like we don't speak English and stuff like that. And Mm. still now, like when I went back like a few weeks ago, I have some people like taxi drivers. If I'm asking them something and I'm with my mom, they'll pretend like they don't understand what we're saying even though we speak full English. That's oh
2: crazy. Mm-hmm. So bad. That's disgusting though. That's Yeah. Like and I'm sorry, but especially co- Scottish people because it takes a while to understand like. <laughs> yeah, but Scottish also accent. I'm Scottish. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally yeah. I don't speak and any other language.
3: Like. Yeah.
2: <laughs> to be fair, your accent's actually not that strong at Yeah, all. it's
3: soft. It's much softer. Um, but you get used, to, you get used to sort of fluent other Otherwise, everybody's, otherwise everybody's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but um, even my mom, she speaks fluent English, and it's it's so oh, sad and it awful. really it's so frustrating, especially because like she speaks like five dialects of Chinese, wow, and then people wow. are like insulting her and acting like yeah. they can't understand what she's saying, and it's like you just speak fucking Scottish, yeah, <laughs> like, you know. Mm. So um, it is frustrating and stuff, mm. and I do sort of when i do a lot of master classes i do kind of make points sometimes as to like having asian models to teach people like this is how you like work around their eye shapes Mm. because i mean it's not anybody's fault really it's more like what you're used to so Mm -hmm. you can only really like educate yourself on it
0: people just need to adapt yeah and learn and that's the only way you can get better at doing those things yeah it's like color matching you just need to learn you just get
2: better at it and i think the most important thing for that is as well even if it like in that class there was one person that i don't know fit that brief of minority or whatever it was and it thought oh my god like i feel represented in this moment that's like the main thing because you know 90 percent of the room is already catered for yeah you know what i mean yeah. like if you need a mass class i'm sure you can go on youtube and find some of a white girl doing exactly what you need for exactly. your do you know what i mean i think even makeup brands as well like i know a lot of brands have
0: like come forward in the sense that they've like got way more shade range mm-hmm. but like and this is one thing i've noticed the luxury like skincare brands or makeup brands the ones that are really expensive their shade range really
2: isn't there at all yeah it's still quite lackluster isn't it like yeah quite it's bad
3: yeah it's true i don't know whether it's like i don't know in terms of like manufacturer or things like that i don't really know the ends and outs of stuff like that but it's funny because whenever they sort of get any hate for it or any comments about it, they'll always just say like, oh no, our formulas are made to like adapt to any skin tone or they're like multi. (laughs) I don't see how (laughs) they just form into another color. Yeah,
4: Yeah. (laughs) that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there like a clear, um, I might jump this. Is it like a clear foundation that you put it on and then it just goes to your skin? It goes to
3: your skin. Yeah, I don't know which one it is, Mm. but I always see stuff like that. And then I'm just like, what? How (laughs)
0: How
1: does it work? How does it work? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I was always baffled maybe yeah
0: maybe that's like you know like fake tan the water one but it's like clear and then you put it on your skin and it just like yeah, every ev- it
3: makes you tanned <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah <laughs> true.
0: True. True. true yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think everyone's every, like, every tan skin. when it hits their skin like ends up different I, I don't know maybe I made that up I
2: think I don't, don't know, know. Maybe you did make not it sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I've possibly made
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worn fake down so long. Yeah. I used to wear it all the time, like proper cake in it, like proper M to the B, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, I mean? the like caked in it, and then, um, but I stopped wearing it because it just smells like biscuit. It does smell like shit. It smells like it. shit. Like <laughs> you couldn't sleep. Biscuit because shit. it smells <laughs> like shit. No, it yeah. well. Biscuit shit. So, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: so guys, right, we are gonna do a little. Challenge of our own, yeah. Aren't we? We're gonna do a little, yeah. We're gonna see who gets the ding dong. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> if you are listening by the way on Apple or Spotify, head over to YouTube. Yeah, or to get check on YouTube now, you're do missing it. out on the visuals. So we're gonna get the eyeliner out. We're each gonna do an eyeliner look. We're gonna recreate Young eyeliner, yeah.
2: Yeah, we're gonna try,
0: really? try in one minute, minute. How long
4: did it take you to do the, the It liner. doesn't take me
3: that long, like it takes me like five minutes. Okay. Makeup?
2: oh shit okay we've got one minute mm-hmm. yeah we'll just do you one you guys eye. are coming for my game <laughs> yeah <laughs> on each of us, so go check it out but if not thank you very much for coming on today you've been wonderful thank you and
1: we'll see you guys soon